Hello, Guru Fateh. Welcome to the Sikhcast. My name is Manpreet Singh. Thank you for being with us. We are back with the Shabbat of the week, and with me is Anikar. Anikar, thank you for being here. It's a pleasure, Manpreet. Guru Fateh to you and to your listeners. And this week's Shabbat is by Sheikh Farid, titled, Those Who Forget Nam Become a Burden on the Earth. Anikar, please take it away. Um, thank you. So this Shabbat is by Sheikh Farid in the Asa Rag. It is on page on Ang 488 of the Guru Granth Sahib. Those who love from the heart are genuine. Those who think one notion but vocalize an- another are unripe. Those who love from the heart are genuine. Those who think one notion but vocalize another, are unripe. Those drenched with love remain colored with Khuda's vision. Those who forget Nam become a burden on the earth. Rahau, reflect. Those whom you attach to your hem are the dervishes at your door. Their birth mothers are blessed. Their advent is congratulatory. O caretaker, you are limitless, fathomless, and endless. I kiss the feet of those who have realized the eternal. O Khuda, I seek your sanctuary. Your nature is to free. Grant, Sheikh Farid, the gift of your devotion. So Sheikh Farid, um, or affectionately also known as Baba Farid, was a Sufi mystic um, during the period of 1173 to 1265. That's the time. That's his time period. His influence was vast. And he was celebrated across Punjab and even has been invoked by Warasha in his Hiranja. While I was researching and looking into uh, the writings of Sheikh Farid, I came across a lovely story that I want to share with you. A disciple once brought a pair of scissors to him. He put it away and asked for a needle instead. And you know what he said? He said, I have come to join, not to cut. His these words had a deep meaning for me, and I began to look into his writing. And I got a glimpse of how this man, this Sheikh Farid, wanted to bind humanity during a terrible religious situation of his time. His writings are exquisite. Some of them have been included in the Guru Granth Sahib, though not all of them. So in this Shabbat, he compares the ones who are died in love and the ones who are not. That is what is being talked about in this Shabbat. So the question is, who is genuine? And he answers, the ones who love from the heart 
I want to expand on that a bit. How do you love from the heart? Uh, in my previous podcast, I had talked about the heart. In Gurbani, it is not the physical heart, but the home heart, the inner heart, the seat of pure consciousness. This is the center of all centers, the support, the adhar of life. So the ones that love from this place, where they see the one in all, those are the genuine ones. And I say this because the second line reveals that those who think one thing and speak another, meaning that the duality is still within them, they are not free. And I use the word free in the sense that they are still slaves to what other people others think of them. They speak what the world wants to hear. And it may not be necessary to what they are thinking. So in this Shabbat, it they are described in a beautiful way. They're described as unripe, kachya. It's an interesting choice of words. They're not bad. They're just unripe. The possibility to ripen is there such a gentle way to describe one's being. There's no condemnation, nothing of that sort. Just they're unripe. In the Rahau, there is also another comparison. Those who are drenched with love, they see the one and all. They see the creator in the creation. It's like Jitte Deka. It's Tuhi, Tuhi. Everything is one. They see everything through that lens. And those who forget the jyot within, those who do not connect, those who do not appreciate the universal essence, the nam, become a burden on earth. This is quite powerful. And you know, I wanted to pause and think, why burden? What does it mean? And I've been thinking about this and here is my understanding at this time. That if I'm serving from a place of duality, that is, if I am serving for recognition or material gains, vis-a-vis serving from a place of the greater good, I become a burden on earth because I'm not serving from that pure consciousness, from that seat of the home heart. And we've decided to not translate Khuda. We've kept it in the native uh, as is because Khuda is an Islamic word for God and it's derived from the Iranian terms of which is Lord, Ruler, Master. So I wanted, we wanted to keep that word Khuda there because it comes a lot in, uh, you know, in the Sufi poetry and in even in the Kabbalis and Ghazals. So the next thought in the Shabbat is, the one whom you attach, you link to yourself. In other words, to your love are the dervishes who stand at your door waiting for you. I want to share the literal meaning of dervish. It's quite powerful. It is derived from Farsi. And what it means is the one who is hanging outside the door, literally hanging, which means the one who is waiting for union, 
Because hanging outside by no means is easy. The longing, the yearning, the waiting for the union, the life and the breath of a dervish is that. When will that union take place? The mothers who give birth to the dervishes are blessed. Quite powerful. And the coming of the dervishes into this world is to be celebrated, for they are the ones who are died in Nam. They are not a burden on earth. What a beautiful way to describe who is a burden and who is not. O Parvitrikar, you are limitless. You are vast. How do I realize you? How do I connect with you? I kiss the feet of those who have experienced you. There is utter humility here, a stage of total surrender. For the longing to experience the union is far greater than any material or egotistical hold. Parvartigar is a Persian word for the one who cares. So we have used, we have translated this word as caretaker with a capital C, which is one of the attributes of the divine, that the divine is the caretaker. But I love this word, parvartigar. It's so much, you know, richer. And then the Shabbat ends with the play. Shakespeare says, I seek your sanctuary. He's seeking the sanctuary to become free. But that is also one of the attributes of the divine. And that virtue, that attribute, he is seeking in the sanctuary of Khuda to be free. I want to pause here. You know, in Gurbani and even in the Shabbat, this word sanctuary comes up over and over again. And I've been thinking about it, like what is sanctuary and what does it mean to me in the context of Gurbani? And here I want to share a couple of my thoughts. This is what sanctuary means to me a place where I, can, where I connect to the deepest part of myself. It is a gateway to get me to the place of being neutral, it gives me the neutrality, the clarity, and that's the place where transformation takes place. It's a place that allows me to think more clearly and guides me, actually, yeah, guides me to free myself from other people's agendas, fears, angers, and thoughts. Do you know, Manpreis, if I'm brutally honest, it is a place where I need to free myself from my own fears, anger, and negative thoughts. So there is this great need in the yearning for a sanctuary, but that doesn't mean that I am isolating myself from people. Contrarily, you know, to be emotionally healthy and to make sound choices. I need connections with others because those connections encourage me to be honest and courageous. So it's not an escaping because seeking sanctuary and seeking escape are two different things. 
When you want to seek a sanctuary or when there is a longing to seek a sanctuary, it's actually going towards a deeper self-awareness um, to going to that level to, to really know who you are. Seeking escape is really when one is stressed and we want to get away from that identified source of stress, be it from your children, your partner, your work, or any other activity. So seeking sanctuary and seeking escape are two very, very different things. So the essence of the Shabbat is those who love from that inner heart, the home heart, are genuine. They are drenched in love and see the one pervading in all, through all. They are the derivation. And the mothers who give birth to them are blessed. And these servatius coming into the world is to be celebrated, for they are died in love. And those who have experienced the eternal, I kiss their feet, I fall at their feet, for they can show me the way that I too may experience the union. Lokada, free me. For that is your quality, your attribute, your virtue. So I seek your sanctuary for this freedom to be free. So there's something to ponder about this week. Are we seeking a sanctuary? If so, what sanctuary or whose sanctuary are we seeking? Quite a powerful Shabbat, which I truly enjoyed uh, transcreating, thinking, working, and preparing for this podcast because it took me to many levels. Uh, Obviously, because maybe because of the Sufi leanings, but there was, you know, delving deeply into the word dervish was literally very humbling. We use the word dervish without really understanding the depth of that word and what it truly means. So when you go to the root of that word, all of a sudden my understanding, my uh, respect and awe for a dervish increase dramatically. I think from now onwards I will be very careful to use that word, not use it for everyone, just to the ones where I feel I sense that energy. So these are these are my thoughts for today's Shabbat. Thank you for sharing that with us. You know, I used Dervish in the past, too, and I've read about it. And the way you explained it in the Shabbat, looking at it at a different angle is uh, is beautiful. I never thought of it like that, so appreciate that, too. Also, the Shabbat is very, you know, when you were reading it, and I was reading along, and, you know, when you were reciting it, I feel like it's very liberating. Like, how does somebody become free? You know, and and Sikhi, it teaches people to become free and fearless. But how do you become liberated? Um, and so 
when Sheikh Farid in the last couple of lines, you know, talks about sanctuary, as you talked about too, and then nature is too free. I feel like he's like, you know, become free of everything that you're doing. Or if you are doing something, if you do like something, make sure you do it wholeheartedly and you go at it with no other conditions that are surrounding you. So it's, um, which I never looked at a Shabbat, I never looked at this Shabbat like this. So thank you for uh, explaining it to us. I think for me, was those who love from the heart are genuine and the others are unripe. You know, that was just, it was just a very gentle way. It was not bad. It was just unripe. And the fruit on the tree, when it's unripe, there's still the possibility of it to ripen. It was very visual and vivid for me that, you know, what is it that I need to do to ripen, to really love from that place, and to be drenched in that love so that I can see the one and all and see everything. That, you know, um, was very powerful for me, the first two lines and the Rahau line. And I think um, the one particularly, the ones who forget Nam become a burden, um, that hit me really, really hard because I, you know, uh, in my my practice and even the way I feel is we that I must walk gently on earth. Uh, may my footprints not be heavy so that I am not a burden. I mean, that's how I think. And here it is, those who forget Nam become a burden. So it was, you know, it was thinking, yeah, okay, I need to think of it in a, in, in a deeper way to be immersed in Nam so that I do not become a burden May my footsteps, may my actions not cause harm to earth. So it was very, um, I was deeply involved in the Shabbat. It takes on uh, many layers for me. Um, I look at things in a, in a slightly different way. And so, you know, did a lot of reading of his poetry and uh, enjoyed it thoroughly. So it's been a good week of just, uh, it's been actually a week of Sheikh Farid. This is Sheikh Farid and I, his poetry and I, which was wonderful. So, um, that you know, that's one of the joys of doing uh, a podcast is when you can delve into somebody's, write, Sheikh Farid's writings in this case, which I, you know, I had only read a few of them, but now to read, uh, you know, quite a few more was really a gift so I enjoyed doing that, and I would encourage the listeners to look look up his writings, and I'm sure they will find uh, great joy in them as well. I'm sure they will. Now, once again, thank you very much for sharing this hard-hitting, very meaningful um, transcreation. With the, like you said, it has so many layers in it, and we appreciate it. We always appreciate it to everyone listening. If you want to see Read the transcreation and listen to it too in the rag it's supposed to be in. Please log on to sikri.org, uh, click on the experience tag and uh, tab, and you can see all our Shabbos of the week. Uh, Inikar, this was beautiful. Once again, I learned so much. Thank you for sharing this with us. My pleasure. Guru Fateh to you and to your listeners, Manpreet. Until next time.